Hi, I'm Tina Smith, and welcome to the Sunday edition of Raising Kids on Your Knees. This edition is called The Weekly Arrow. The Weekly Arrow is your introduction to our prayer sheet and daily devotions, which run Monday through Friday. I invite you to spend the next few minutes preparing to pray and parent life into the lives of your children this week. I'm so happy to have you here with me on the Raising Kids on Your Knees podcast. So here it is, all the things we've been reading about in the Bible, but we only kind of sort of thought they were happen- they would happen, and we're just as surprised and panicked as everyone else all at the same time. Honestly, is this really a becoming way for the body of Christ to act? Aren't we the ones who have all the hope and promise in the world? Aren't we God's chosen people? Fear. Can we talk about fear for just a second? We are commanded in scripture more times than anyone really can count to not be afraid. Yet here we are looking no different than the world. Honestly, brothers and sisters in Christ, I believe this can be our finest moment. It's during times like this that we as the body of Christ should not be taken by surprise. Guys, we have the book. We know what is going to happen. And instead of reacting, we should be responding. Our children and those around us are watching very, very closely. We proclaim Christ to the world around us and we are called to be holy. And that means we're called to be different from the world. There's some things I just, I really believe make us different that I want to talk about this week. And as we ponder those in our devotions, we're going to go a little bit deeper in them. So if you're not a member of the prayer tribe, I want to encourage you to go over to the website, raisingkidsonyourknees.org and subscribe to the prayer tribe. We would love to have you praying in one accord. And who doesn't need to be prayed for and over right now more than our children as we walk through this pandemic? Here's what the word says about fear. 2 Timothy 1.7 says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. Fear, as defined by dictionary.com, is an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or a threat. We're all experiencing some level of fear by the coronavirus outbreak right now. It is dangerous, likely to cause pain, and is a very present threat to everyone worldwide. What you do with that fear will be your defining moment as a believer as you walk through this pandemic. As a child of God, you should never be gripped or defined by fear. In Christ, you can walk in the power God gives you and love others as Christ has loved you. Self-discipline at a time like this should define the follower of Jesus. As we face this time of uncertainty, you must make choices to believe that God is in control. Follow the instructions of those God has placed in authority over us and trust that whatever the outcome for you and I is, God has not fallen off the throne. He loves you incredibly and he is the one who is in complete control. So when you go to the store, Try to exercise some self-discipline. Do you really need do you really need all that toilet paper? Here's what Isaiah 41:10 says. Don't be afraid, for I am with you. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. 
You are commanded by God in his word not to be afraid. It is a choice of the free will that God has given you. Allowing your emotion to go unchecked leads to discouragement. You don't need to be afraid because God is always with you. He is your God and he will strengthen you. He will help you in your time of need if you allow him to. You just have to truly believe that he will. The kind of strength and courage that you need only comes when you put your complete trust in in God. His promise is to hold you up with his victorious right hand. You can rest assured that no matter what happens as a follower of Jesus, you will walk in victory over all of this. When others see you strengthened by your God and walking in victory over the fear that has gripped our world, they will be drawn to him through you. And how awesome is that? Isaiah 26, 3 says, you will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you, all whose thoughts are fixed on you. Doesn't perfect peace sound so good right now? You are a few weeks into this chaos, a pandemic, and in the middle of all the chaos, God offers you perfect peace. But this peace that he offers only comes when you put your full trust in him. Full trust, not partial trust, not trust that says, I'm unaffected. It's a complete, unconditional trust in the God of the universe. The kind of peace that God offers will require your thoughts to be fully fixed on him. It's easy for your thoughts to be distracted when cable news is always playing in the background. We have access 24-7 to reports of what's going on all around the world, and they are nothing but a distraction from fixing our thoughts on God. I want to encourage you throughout this pandemic, turn off your TV and turn up the praise and worship. Fix your thoughts and eyes on God who is in complete control. Follow the directions of your state and local government that God has established to protect you. Then trust the rest of God who sees you and loves you with an unfailing love. Coronavirus has no power over him. Philippians 4, 6 says, Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. There are some verses in the Bible like this one you are quick to quote during times like these. However, you tend to believe they are suggestions from God. That is a lie from the enemy. This verse is not a suggestion to not worry. It is a command to not worry. God would never ask you to do something that is impossible, nor would he insult you by asking you to do something easy. Making the choice to not worry despite your feelings will take courage and strength, and it is possible. Fortunately, though, God doesn't just stop with a command to not worry. He gives you the formula to make it happen, and here it is. It's twofold. First, you are to pray about everything, everything. It is a deception to think something is too small or insignificant to pray about. God wants to hear it all. He wants to be deeply connected with you in the smallest of things. He longs for you to talk to him about everything, just like you would your best friend. He wants to hear from you, and he wants to know what you need. And this is the most freeing part of all. He wants you to thank him. Have you ever sat quietly and thought about all the things you can thank God for? Even during the chaos, there are always things we can thank God for. I challenge you to find five things each day to thank God for and write them down. 
Dwell on his goodness every day and watch the worry fade away in the presence of his grace. So exciting. So good. Here's what John 14, 27 says. I am leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. I'm sure you love to receive gifts. I know I sure do. Look at the incredible gift God has given you in this verse. Peace of mind and heart. You can use a good dose of peace of mind and heart right now, I'm pretty sure. This peace of mind and heart doesn't come from the world. The world cannot give it. It's impossible for the world to give you that kind of peace. You can't look to the world in times like these or any other time for the peace of mind and heart that only God can give. Your focus must be on him to receive the gift. If you're looking at the world to give you peace of mind and heart, you will never find it there. Absolutely never. There's that command again. Don't be troubled or afraid. It is a choice of your will out of an act of obedience to God to not be troubled or afraid. You are a people who walk by faith and not by sight. This is what makes us different. And this is what makes us a light to those around us. As I've been pondering all that is going on around me, it has reminded me of God's protection of his people during the plagues God sent over Egypt and Exodus. Remember those? God was able to protect his people then, and he can protect his people now. Not one of the Israelites suffered from the plagues of the Egyptians. We're his chosen people, and just like those Israelites, we have a God who is getting the attention of those who refuse him. Just like Pharaoh saw the protection of God's people, so will the world see God's protection over his people if we simply follow him. We have the blood of the lamb painted over our doors because of the death of Jesus and our choice to follow him. There's nothing to fear. I know this will be our finest hour as his children as we look to him and shine as lights in the darkness. I'm so grateful for my prayer tribe, and I am so privileged to pray alongside of you through this crisis. I am praying for you and your family. I hope you have a great day. Thank you for joining me for this week's edition of The Weekly Arrow. To receive our daily devotions, as well as our free printable prayer sheet, simply go to the link in the show notes for RaisingKidsOnYourKnees.org and subscribe to The Prayer Tribe. We would love for you to join our growing global community of prayer warriors who are praying and parenting life into the lives of their children.